By the time you hear this, I have very bad news. And that very bad news is that the month of October, God's month, the month given to us by the powers that be to enjoy ourselves in fall frivolity, will be over. It will have ended. This episode will come out on November 2nd, which is a real a real tragedy, I would say. I really wish that it was October all the time, the, the perfect combination of weather, of temperature, of fun Halloween tricks and treats, and other such autumnal things. And Andy, I'm just, I'm just a little morose about my favorite month coming to a conclusion. Yeah, but I mean, the thing people need to remember about October is that the crescendo is at the very end, right? So it ending is the best part. That's true, that's true, and I will say I do complain a lot, but I do enjoy the month of November, because it is also fall when the leaves change, or in Texas, where the leaves change over the course of one day and then immediately just fall to the ground dead. Not a, not a whole lot of subtlety or nuance for the seasons in this particular state, I would say. I mean, we don't really have that either, but I guess it's more just like, oh, it's winter now. Yes, yes. You know? We get our little tiny slice of fall. What I love about Texas is that there was really no transition whatsoever. It was still in the 70s and the 80s, and then suddenly over the last two days it just dropped to the 30s with no warning whatsoever. A cold front with zero transition, and now I am a little ice cube recording this podcast. I, I have my ice block feet in a little tub of warm water. Brr. They're they're chilling out. They're they're thawing out, I should say, because they are chilled. They're too chilled out is the problem. <laughs> You're uh, fuck. Okay, I can't remember. That happened to a football guy, and I don't. I'm a fake. <laughs> I'm a fake jock, so I don't have the prerequisite knowledge to actually make this reference. Well, I didn't know that you were into football. To be honest, I knew you really enjoyed basketball. That's kind of your thing. But I never, I never took you as a as a football gal, to be honest. I'm not really. I I don't like watching it. I don't have a team. Uh, excited. I mean, the Bills are the closest to Toronto, <laughs> um, and the, the best I get out of that is videos of people at tailgates throwing themselves through tables. Okay, I uh, love that. What is? But as it as it goes, football is just something I don't really understand no no me neither it makes no sense to me all i know about football is that it takes them 10 minutes to prep a play and then the play runs for 10 seconds and it's just that cycle over and over again for eight hours and that's essentially my idea of a football game i would like to go back and address this concept of the bills Mm -hmm. my mind is boggling here trying to consider what mascot that team could possibly possess the Are... bill the bills mafia oh oh what the bills mascot is yes uh, yes are they pelicans pelicans have it's big i bills. think it's a buffalo like okay. it's a buffalo okay like a buffalo bill okay. yeah okay their their mascot is literally billy buffalo yeah hi everyone welcome to emoji Jerome. i'm ryan I'm Andy. And this week we are talking about the skull emoji. Wouldn't it be so much better if the Seattle baseball team or the Seattle football team were the Seattle Skulls? How much would that rule? Bring back, bring basketball back to Seattle and make their team the Seattle Skulls. I don't give a shit about the Supersonics anymore. They're the Seattle Skulls. Or they can be the, the Seattle Super Skulls. Seattle Super Skulls is even better, I would say. They need to get shirts kind of like the one from the one Olympic team from the African country where it's the skeleton slam dunking the the ball and it's tie-dye on the background. You know, oh you my know god, I'm, I'm not about. aware. I, I don't hold actually. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Skeleton dunking basketball. It was it was from some it was from some oh here it is. It was from Lithuania. It was, okay. it was from, this person on Etsy is being a real, a real dummy, and they are selling this as, uh, oh no, apparently this is actually, this is actually autographed by the artist, but it does say it is inspired mm. by the Grateful Dead, which I don't particularly okay. care for, 
But you can go on Etsy and buy a print of the t-shirt design from the 1992, I believe, Olympic Lithuanian basketball team, which I cannot believe you've never seen before. Oh, wow. I know. I'm, I, know I can't right? believe I've never seen that either. I, I need to get a tattoo of that. It's so good, isn't it? Gosh, I had something to say and I completely forgot about so it. Appar- so apparently, impact of that picture. I know, I know. Apparently, this print of this poster they're selling for sixty-five dollars is one of the original five hundred posters that were made and autographed by this artist, which I think is really cool. But yes, that was a that was a T-shirt. Let me see if I can find it on the internet so you can kind of get the get the kind of full scope of the of the vibe here. Okay, here we go. You can actually get this on eBay right now, or, or on some auxiliary website for $50. I don't know if it's an original or if it's a print, but I think it's very appropriate considering we are talking about the skull emoji here on our final october episode of Emoji Drome. And y'all did pick this. This was one of our Patreon picks. I always forget if we call it the Patreon pick or the patron pick. I... I... I don't. I say Patreon poll, so I. Patreon I, poll. I, I don't even know what the <laughs> fuck we're doing. Sure. Branding is so important for a podcast. It's extremely important, which is why we're so consistent all of the time with both our branding and the various bits that we do in the show. But we're here. We're here, kind of doing the Nickelodeon Kids Choice Awards of emoji, except there is only one choice, and it's by our listeners and not kids. Uh, I assume that we have to have some kids out there listening to this show. Uh, please be careful. <laughs> this is definitely not for children. No, certainly not. Certainly not. Uh, I do not recommend it for anyone under the age of 18, I would say. But that being said, we're here to talk about the skull, Andy. So what I want to know is, what do you look for in a skull emoji? What really speaks to you about these bona fide boneheads? You know, I'm kind of... It's tough, right? Because the skull says so much about the personality of a skeleton in a lot of ways. Absolutely. Like, the way it... In media, the way it animates. I don't... I don't want to... I don't want anybody thinking that this show endorses phrenology. Um, When I say (laughs) the skull... Has a lot of key, has a lot to say about, about the character of the skeleton. About a very fun cartoon skeleton that plays the xylophone. I'm talking about how Brooke from One Piece looks in comparison to like the cab driver from Halloween Town. Wow, their skulls say different things about them as characters. I'm gonna say that you just really bopped up some. Uh, I, I do want you to know that as I was trying to search cab driver Halloween Town, his name's Benny. Uh, his name is Benny, and I do want you to know I was so distracted that what I wrote instead was cab driver Halloween in <laughs> cab driver Halloween. Uh, so so let me let me let me bop that again, and we can do Benny Hallow. God, trying to type Halloween Town's a fucking nightmare. There's so many consonants in that. Yeah. Wow, this is one this is one hell of a dude we've got here. And meanwhile, Brooke from One Piece has the they I will say in both of these pictures very unflatteringly they've got their jaws hanging open. Though Brooke I think is kind of always like that. Brooke has like sad eyes sometimes. I don't find that with Benny. I with Benny, I just feel uncomfortable benny looks like a drill character i think it's the giant teeth and the protruding cheeks and the huge chin uh i cannot you know i look at benny and i cannot imagine what a human face would look like over this skull unless they well, were, unless they were like robert zadar that's the only that's the only one i can think of here did you not go to his wiki page because there is Benny as a human and I'm going to show you. I, I'm not going to look at it unless Benny as a human is is the character actor Robert Sidar. <laughs> I don't think he is. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. Well, that's unfortunate. I will now send you a picture of Robert Sidar just to make sure you know who I'm talking about. Mm. And I think that you will agree. This this man. Okay, I hate that. Not at all. Yeah, it's bad, right? Well, he's under the gray spell, which makes him into a human. Mm. Yeah, that 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 looks more like what Benny would look like. Yeah, this this 
this canon Halloween Town appearance for Benny, I don't know. He, he looks like he looks he looks diseased. He looks like he needs to see a doctor. I mean, he is under the control of an evil wizard, so that's true. I guess what this diatribe has been trying to say is that I'm looking for a skull with pep and personality. Okay. Um, okay. How about that. you? I am kind of on a redecoration kick right now. I'm really trying to change up my living space, make things more efficient, make things more aesthetically appealing. And as such, I think that I need to lean into being less intense with my decor. I think I need to get rid of all these used garbage bags and all these rusty chains and all of these various nails and other hardware implements and maybe just tone it down and get a single very tasteful skull perhaps with a small candle on top. And that can be kind of my gruesome decor okay. going forward. Instead of these, you know, all these weird canvas bags and old dentistry implements that I have. Garfield paraphernalia. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I think I think if I went into somebody's apartment and they had a skull with a candle on top, I would be less scared of that than I would be if they had multiple items of Garfield paraphernalia. That's fair. Um, I do like that every time we ask what our criteria is, you seem to have something original, and mine will always come down to, I want a friend, I, which I feel like says a lot about me. I think it says a lot about both of us. Now, I am not opposed to having a fun skull friend, I will say that. I think that's very important. And in the interest of kind of finding the answers to these questions, Andy... Why don't we go ahead and get started with our Apple skull emoji this week? Yeah, um, Apple is like, this is, this is the prototypical skull, you know? This is like, this is on every non-brand Halloween, uh, item you could buy. Uh-huh. Like, this is on, from some candy that you don't see outside of Halloween. Mm, you, okay. you ever get that? The candy where it's like, I've never seen this in stores before, but oh, yeah. I got it oh, yeah. for Halloween. Absolutely, absolutely. At my job, we get all sorts of random Halloween candy. There, Here's my theory of Halloween, is that most candy companies know that they can't compete with the big dick king shit of candies you know like they're never going to be a skittles they're never going to be a snickers never going to be a reese's cup so instead what they do is not try to compete in terms of quality but they try to compete in terms of theme you know where this may be just a subpar piece of chocolate with peanut butter on the inside but wow this tinfoil looks like it's an eyeball that scores extra points with me you know like, all these candy companies just kind of come out of the woodwork for Halloween, and instead of attempting to dethrone the kings of candy, they provide good supplemental material for trick-or-treat bags, I would say. Yeah. Yeah, they're like... They do the grunt work. Yes. For Halloween. Yes, you know, absolutely. They, re- they pad your numbers really well. Okay, so if Halloween trick-or-treating was a gotcha game then I would say a Reese's Cup would be kind of the five-star that you roll for, like a king-sized Reese's Cup. But then the ones that you get all the time, like the common pools, are going to be like 10-cent oozing eyeball marshmallow candy, you know, or or foil pumpkin with stale caramel on the inside. Still pretty good, still pretty good candy, you know, but not exactly what you want in terms of the big scheme. You can't go up to your friend and be like, oh, you got the full-size Skittles? Well, guess what? I got eight cherry oozing eyeballs. How do you like that? You know, it's just not an equivalent exchange. And so I do think it's important on Halloween and post-Halloween to kind of think back and remember all of the candies who kind of put their lives on the line for us to trick-or-treat which are now kind of stewing in the discount aisle. Go to the discount aisle at your supermarket, get those oozing eyeballs, get those marshmallow skulls, get those gremlin toes, whatever you want to call them, whatever brands are out there for Halloween, and give them a home, you know? 
Don't let them end up on these discount shelves. Open- what type of candy is a gremlin toe? I would imagine that a gremlin toe is a lot like a lot of the marshmallow candies you see around Halloween, where it is kind of a green marshmallow shaped kind of like a toe, and then it has oozy cherry okay. filling on the inside. And it's it's really warty. It has, like, bumps on it, because that's, ooh, that's super gross. Can I tell you my pitch for that? Was it gremlin or goblin? I think I said Goblin toe, or maybe Goblin toe. toe. Okay, it's fine. It doesn't really change the pitch either way. Do, are you familiar with Fun Dip? Oh, absolutely. Yes. So you know the little stick that comes in Fun <laughs> Dip? Yes, yes, yes. It's that, but you don't get any dip. Mm. It's just the candy stick that is really chalky and doesn't <laughs> taste like much. I love that. Just this really hard candy stick. That's kind of like a giant sweet tart. I would do that, but I would I would make it shaped like a finger because those are so long. It'd be called witch finger, and it would it would uh, it would be a cool thing for for fun people on Halloween. Mm. Now, Apple, I agree, it's a very friendly skull, very inviting. Google takes a more stark approach to the idea of a skull. Yeah, Google is like, you know, part of part of me really regrets it. It's like silicon valley punisher to me (laughs) yeah this is the punisher app like it is though like what if jack dorsey was the punisher it's called it's called p-u-n-s-h-r punisher and and you get this little icon in your iphone i think uh, i think that's kind of the new territory for punisher comics if i'm going to pitch a punisher comic in the year 2019 it's like a gig uh, economy thing yeah yeah i make it a commentary on the gig economy and sort of the sort of the way uh the media kind of perpetrates violence but mostly portraying frank castle as this weird sort of gig economy harried emasculated man who is who is explicitly well no no because it should we ap- cut this should we cut your pitch for the punisher comic do you, do you think it's too good do you think it's too good and you think people are i'll be honest uh-huh. i'll be honest and hey we've got the i think that you could turn gig economy punisher into something good okay okay well i'll put a pin in it i will say at one point in my life i was very nearly one of the country's top punisher scholars i read a lot of punisher comics when i was in college but that's kind of a red flag (laughs) but the thing about that is uh the only good punisher comics are the ones where he is completely being emasculated in the same way that a metal gear solid character might be I, okay. I i stand by and maintain that the best punisher comic is the punisher meets archie uh also known as archie meets the punisher which is where punisher meets the characters of archie riverdale. comics of riverdale yes yeah. it has to be essentially a chaperone to archie andrews which I think is very funny. Uh, I think most Punisher comics are very bad, and there's a reason why I stopped reading them. Yeah. But, um, every every now and then there's one that takes a very jokey, uh, kind of jokey parody take on the material, which are the only ones worth reading, I would say. <laughs> These days, yeah. I feel like you could probably do something no the problem with the punisher is it'll always be misinterpreted never mind you can't write the punisher someone will make that app i'm glad we went down this rabbit hole though and sort of figured out and then saved the the world was what we we did we saved the world from yet another punisher comic series i cannot guarantee that i will not work this idea into something else though so we'll see what we'll see what shakes loose how do you feel about the microsoft emoji this week you know that fucking tall one from undertale (laughs) yeah yeah i do reminds me of that one it's got like the like round like friendly cheeks you know Mm. okay see that's what i would have said about the apple one but maybe that's just because the apple one has like an actual mouth that you could use and see it see it talking yeah i guess the thing with this one though is that like with the apple one it's very angular and like i said it's like very gaunt and sort Uh, of like okay but this one had like this one is designed to look like you could put a blush on that cheek is what I'm saying. Like this one is designed to look like cheeks. Yeah. Yeah. It is very cute. I think so. Far, I'm not saying that this emoji is cheeks. I'm saying it's designed to look like it has cheeks. Hold on. Sorry. What? Sorry. What? Like butt cheeks. Like it's ass. So you're not saying this emoji is, is cheeks. 
It has cheeks. Okay, but what do you mean by it is cheeks? But is ass. It's just just another way of saying something is ass. (laughs) I've never heard that before. I've heard it a few times recently. Oh my god. I think that this emoji so far is the one that looks the most like something you would see on a sheet of Halloween stickers, which I think is really cute. If you went and got just a little sheet of Halloween stickers to decorate your journal or maybe your your thermos that you take with you to work every day you'd get this and a pumpkin and a couple bats and maybe a witch and a cat or something like that and i think this one's really endearing because of it it just has that very classic white and black very stark skull design i think my problem with a lot of these is that i don't really like the gray skulls and that's not saying i don't like castle gray skull from he-man but i I don't i just don't like all of these emoji that have this kind of gray tone to these skulls. I think it either has to be white or it has to be somewhat yellowed for the sake of realism, you know? And I, I don't get where the gray comes from. I really don't. They they just look like mechanical, machined, like, steel skulls. They're all Terminator skulls. I think the gray comes from them trying to do shading on it, but also... If you go with the sort of bleached or slash, like, yellow stained look, uh-huh. I think marketing people would be like, oh, no, no, that is that is too jarring for mm. for the people. We have to make this we have to make this look more. Um, I don't know. Inviting. We have. Yeah, it can't look it can't remind you of mortality despite being a skull. <laughs> it can't actually be scary is what you're saying. I, I am making up conversations between marketing executives but what else are you gonna do on an emoji podcast yeah no i think i think you're fairly spot on i think this skull also endears itself to me because it looks like what i would draw if i were drawing a skull yeah it it, kind of has that very simple idea i have this memory of when i was a kid and i think this tells you a lot about who i am as a person um (laughs) i was in this group project for the the class i was in where we had to design a deity i suppose like we did a whole unit about mythology and at the end of it we had to kind of take what we had learned to kind of design this character and i remember when we were designing ours we at one point decided we wanted to put a skull on it because of course we were in elementary school and we thought that would be really sick and we said that whoever was going to draw the skull would be who could draw the best skull and i said oh i can draw a skull and one of my classmates said oh i can also draw a skull and so what they did was they decided to have a contest between us to see who could draw the best skull. Oh, no. And so what I did was I let the other person go first, and I watched how they drew a skull. Oh, my God. And then God. I just used that information to do what they did and did it better. <laughs> and so I got to draw the skull. Uh, wow. Which, they didn't make I, you do it at the same time? No, no, not at all. Not at all. Which I think is really funny. Because I think at that point, I had only ever drawn skulls as kind of like a Lego figure type skull with just a rounded head and then the kind of accoutrements that signaled it was supposed to be a skull. But then seeing what he did, I remember I was like, oh, I could add cheekbones and have the teeth and stuff on here. So shout out to that kid from my fourth grade fucking (laughs) class. Thank you for teaching me how to draw skulls. Uh, I, I really appreciate it. Now, the Samsung skull emoji here, this looks like something you would see kind of as like a hood ornament on a car, I would say. Yeah, or like a hairpin. Okay, that's cute. I do like that. It just has that, it has a, I guess the term for it would be sort of a beveled feel to it. I think I'm using that correctly, where it seems like it's... It's a it's a common object. Yeah, uh, bevel. Reduce uh, to a sloping edge, which I don't think is quite what I'm looking for here. But it feels rounded. Like, this feels like a physical, tangible object that I'm looking at here. Maybe yeah. maybe a hairpin or a magnet or something like that. What do you what do you think about it? I don't hate it. I think it, it reminds me a little bit of um, Google... Where it feels like, I didn't say this about Google because we've got a lot to get through today, but uh-huh. Google also did kind of look like a USB or like something that would go into a computer, the like teeth part of it. Mm-hmm. And uh-huh. this one has that a little bit too, where it looks like it's not actually a skull, but part of a thing that's meant to like slot in somewhere. Um, so like, 
maybe that's a little knock against it, but also I think it's fine. I think it's kind of cute. It's a skull. The eyes are like not just perfect circles, which is yeah. refreshing. I do like the shape of the eyes. They do feel a little bit sad, but I think it also lends a sense of sort of realism to the skull. I, I don't know. This one's actually very stylized, I would say. And yeah. it reminds me of if you had an anime character with a skull belt buckle. This is, this is, what, it, this is what it would be. Well, yeah. And then they've also got the hairpin. Like, yeah. Yeah. I love it. WhatsApp is taking us back towards the realm of realism this week. Mm, yeah, not, a, not a huge fan of this one, I would no? say. No, I think it's like... So, WhatsApp is the... Okay, hear me out. If WhatsApp was a 2D point-and-click adventure game, Apple would be the HD remake with fully rendered 3D graphics. Here's what I was going to say. If WhatsApp was a kid in the fourth grade, Apple is you... <laughs> i don't know i don't know i think the thing about whatsapp is that it has more detail than the apple one then maybe it's the other way around but i do think the apple one is more skillfully constructed it's more consistent if you will the whatsapp one i think maybe the whatsapp one looks the most like actual bone of anything we've seen so far but it also seems very polished this is a skull someone keeps on their desk as like a james bond villain and they just they just polish it it, it, I don't like it. It does feel like... You're right. It does... There's something about looking at this skull that evokes evil. Mm-hmm. That, like, someone would be really into this, and the person who's into this is evil. <laughs> like, if this is... If you choose this skull out of all of these skulls, you might want to kill people. Well, There's just yeah. a vibe that I get from that, and p maybe that's the description you gave me, mm -hmm. but, like, it really just does evoke that whoever has the skull killed the person it belongs to. Ah, uh, yeah. I think I think it is a somewhat villainous skull. I think maybe it's because it doesn't really seem that it has a personality to it, but it, it's just a very clinical, very, very, you know, stoic skull. And I think I think maybe this belongs to Doctor 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 uh, Doctor Destruction. Oh, I was gonna say you stuck the landing, but I'm I don't want to lie to you. <laughs> Doctor Destruction, our favorite James Bond villain. He yeah, polishes the skull, and he's like, "Look at this skull, James Bond." It belongs to the last person who crossed me. Ah, ah, ah. I'm Dr. Destruction, and I'm You have to... three voices, huh? I really do. I really do, huh? It doesn't help that I've never actually seen a James Bond movie. You don't need to, unless you want, like, a bad time. I'm not a fan. Don't at okay. me. <laughs> what about what about the scene... What about the scene in Moonraker where they're all shooting lasers in space... And what about the scene in Moonraker where they hit the dude with the laser and his head melts off like it's made of candle wax? Now, I I haven't seen that, but that sounds all right. It sounds pretty all right. Unfortunately, our next emoji, Twitter, is not all right. This is a... I'm just going to say this is a bad emoji, Andy. Yeah, I actually don't mind it. I think what kills me about this Twitter emoji is that it looks like somebody made about nine circles and their Photoshop tool, and just quietly arranged them into the shape of a skull and said that was the emoji. Now, here's my problem, is you're implying that that is not Twitter's usual method for emoji creation. Okay, okay, <laughs> all right. Sometimes they put a little bit more effort in, but on this, it is very obvious that the nose is just made of three separate ovals that have yeah. been put together. Uh, you know what this actually reminds me of? What are those what are those things in Minecraft where they're like the floating white things with the tentacles? Because if you look at this, it looks like a gray creature with two eyes, then a mouth, and then a gray body and three gray tentacles coming off of the bottom. Yeah, no, it the the Twitter skull has always looked like a cute little squid to me. I don't I don't I don't really have anything to combat that. I agree. It's an upset squid. Yeah, and, it uh, it is a it is a three legged squid for a three wheeled car that we talked about last week. I don't love it. No, no. Twitter, 
take this one back to the drawing board, my friends. It's like it it I don't hate it as much as you do. I think it can still look cute, but I I think that now that I'm like looking at it, I can't not look at it yeah. as as yeah. Squid Alien and like that's not fun. Well, why don't we go ahead and move on to Facebook then, which is oof, Bone Bone Daddy, am I right? I mm, I'm leaving. Bone Daddy. Bone Daddy. No! Gonna rattle them bones. Okay, okay. No, we need to put a stop to this right now. Um, <laughs> it's bad. I don't like it. This one has the most detailed teeth I've seen, and that's <laughs> really fucking me up. It's always um, really uncanny when emoji have teeth like that to me. It's uh, bad. They shouldn't have teeth. Emoji should not have teeth. I agree 100%. No one should have teeth. We should all just have mechanical jaws like a James Bond villain. Wait, Plus, what? Uh, teeth scare me. They frighten me. We've talked about this on the podcast Right! Before. I forgot you're scared of teeth. Everyone should have mechanical teeth. I am not scared of teeth. Let me put that let me put that out right now. Let me you're, let me squash. You're anti-tooth. I am anti-tooth. I am anti-tooth. I think they're shitty it's and they're so... useless and they're bad. And I think that we should all have metal teeth. That's uh, so fucking weird. <laughs> I think they just break too easy. No, teeth. Like... Teeth require too much maintenance for something that is so that is so essential to the human experience, Andy. It's fucked up. It's fucked up. Teeth are the like number one thing responsible for for I don't know. I don't know. They cause so many health problems when something goes wrong. So many people are ashamed of their teeth. They're shitty. They're bad. They shouldn't degrade so easily. That's all I'm saying. Wow. I mean, like, you have points. I think I'm very, like, tooth-privileged. I have never had a cavity. I'm just bragging about that one real quick. But I also think that, one, you should be pushing more for people not being ashamed of their teeth. And two, I think the metal teeth program should be opt-in. I, uh-huh. I don't particularly enjoy the idea of a replacement procedure. Yeah, I mean, you saw what happened to Winslow Leach, so that's that's bad business. Yeah. Uh. Uh, do we want to go ahead and move on to Joy Pixels? I don't have much else to say about Facebook. It's, yeah, it's, I'll be honest, you traumatized me, so sorry. I'd love to move on. No, sorry. it's fine. Facebook emoji is a well-made emoji. Uh, it's a very it's a very masterful depiction of a skull. I don't like it though. <laughs> Joy Pixels. Joy Pixels is one of the skulls that we get where there is no lower jaw here. Uh, this skull almost feels ethereal. It feels like it's got kind of a glow to it, in a way. Yeah, actually, I see what you mean. This feels like if I dragged it and put it over something... I mean, if you drag anything, it's transparent. But it feels like this image is transparent, you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's because it has that kind of grayscale. And also, I think, because the background of Emojipedia, for me, is a white screen... <sighs> So Ryan, look at Joy Pixels 1.0. Okay, okay. <laughs> Yo, what the fuck am I looking at? I don't oh, even know how boy. to describe that. That's I. My brain does not even interpret that as a skull. It interprets not it as a all. character. I see this as a character from Binding of Isaac, like this scared face, and then the cheekbones are arms, and then the teeth are the legs. Um, this is like, what kind of skull is this? It's like a Neanderthal skull. Like the nose is the nose is so high and the jaw is so low. This is like this is like a Fred Flintstone skull. Yeah, I don't It just doesn't look right. I think what they did is they just like really fucked up some proportions here. Yeah, uh, because it looks it, more like the thing is the cheekbones look like little tiny nub arms like Kirby would have and then the yes. bottom looks like more squid legs. So yes. like you know it's you know i probably have a lot more to say about the 1.0 of joy pixels than i do about the current joy pixels so maybe maybe we should just move on to open moji this seems like a real can of worms yeah yeah open moji uh hmm. what if a skull had a beard i'm gonna be honest i kind of like this one i think this is the first time that OpenMoji's minimalism and weird abstract approach has worked for me, because I think this looks like if you were if you were drawing sort of like retro, colorful, 
not not art deco but that kind of retro god what is the what is the word i'm looking for here there's 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 that style of art where you see it a lot in in sort of tiki culture that kind of like throwback to mod i suppose where if it, it's like very bright very simplistic sort of art styles and it's hard for me it's hard for me to explain here because i know only three people are going to get this reference if you're looking at the artwork of someone of someone like shag who is someone who draws a lot of this retro tiki art uh this is this is something that it reminds me of and that's going to be an impossible impossible fucking reference for you anyone. might as well have been speaking french to me right now i know i know i just have very defined opinions about this emoji but it's a hard it's a hard emoji for me to articulate why i think the way that i do about it oh that's cute that's like almost um it's not quite uh no nah, no never mind i was gonna compare it to grim fandango but i'm wrong that's it's not... a little grim fandango it's just the yeah. it's the long um it's the long jaw and the like it's the sort of keyhole shape to the head yeah that, that yeah. like evokes the sort of like big rectangle head that the guy yeah. in um grim fandango has yes i think my point here is that this is just a very stylized skull and i think i it actually pays off i do i do like this this week I know you are maybe not so not it's, so hot on it. Though. I just don't really like have any. Um, I just don't have any strong feelings about it. You know, like fair enough. I don't think it it does much of anything. Um, I don't like how there's no definite. Like there's, I really don't like the fact that there's no like bottom line to the 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 actual outline. Something about that's really bothering me. Okay. If they had given another end to like show that this is like the teeth or something, I wouldn't mind it so much. But like for some reason, just my brain is being like, I don't, I don't like this. Make the give this a give this more. This is the only time I will advocate for borders. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. I I do think that would be, that would be uh, a. A decent addition to this, but then you would lose a little bit of that stylization, I think. I definitely understand where your concerns come from, though. It does look like an open bottom skull. You try to put liquid in this bad boy, it's just gonna fall right out. How do you feel about this fucking <laughs> Harley Davidson Ed Hardy motherfucker we've got next on this list? Well, I feel like we've been dancing around it, but this one's the Nazi skull. Um, it's, it's rough. It's this... this this feels so fash to me that I don't like looking at it, and I don't know why. You know, it's just angry skulls. It's and... just very aggressive. Yeah, it's yeah. very, it's very aggressive. I just really do feel like I'm in danger when I look at this one. Well, then why don't we move on to a much less aggressive skull, which is Messenger? This, this is one... medieval. <laughs> it really is. This is something you see in like Banjo Kazooie. Yeah, it's this. It's, this very, <laughs> yeah. it's a. This one's not as racist as Banjo-Kazooie. Wow, okay. I'm I, just I, saying I, that this one character with a skull face in Banjo-Kazooie yeah. is kind of racist. Yeah, yeah. I, I've never played those games, but I, I believe it. This is a... Uh, this is a... It's interesting. It's shaped kind of tapered at the top, like a round head, uh, the little cheekbones, the round jawline. Then three big old teeth coming out of the bottom, really goofy, cartoony eye sockets... And the whole thing is a very shiny shade of gray. It's almost it's almost wet, like a wet skull. I I don't like that, but I agree. It does feel like it is made of water. Yeah. It it's just I don't know, it just feels like a very loose goose animated fun cartoon skull. I don't particularly like that. Like it's not what I'm looking for in an emoji, but mm -hmm. I do think I do think it nails that vibe fairly well. Yeah, it 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 does an alright job. It's definitely um, a stark contrast to the one that came before it. <laughs> um, yeah. Like really, really, really stark contrast. Um, yeah, there's there is something about the teeth that evoke like the big ribs that get put on Fred Flintstone's car at the end of the, um, at the end of the Flintstones theme sequence. Okay. Yeah. 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 No, it, they just have that kind of like rounded, rounded edge like that. I think that's cute. I think, um, like I said, this is a, this is a pretty decent, fun little skull emoji. 
Unfortunately, we are moving immediately back into Terror Town here with the LG skull. <laughs> yeah, what the actual fuck happened here? So you've heard of Smooth Brain, Andy, but have you ever heard of Smooth Skull? I guess not. What the fuck? This looks like a mask a serial killer would wear in some fucking movie. <laughs> I don't this... like this one bit. So, to describe this for the folks at home... This skull does look like it's made of some kind of paste or putty. It's a very beige, very oblong skull. There are two eyes, there's a little crescent nose, and then there's a whole bunch of teeth down in there. But the big problem is that there's no other really details here, and there's also kind of a shine on the top. So what this looks like is that this skull has either been molded out of some sort of material, or was a regular skull that somebody put in a rock tumbler. And got it all nice and smooth. It's really weird. I think one of the other problems is that it, it feels... The expression on it feels very creepy or almost deferential in a way. Where... I don't know. It looks like it's expecting something. Part of it honestly reminds me of like the bad guys from Barry. Oh, not Barry. The bad guys from Mandy. <laughs> yeah. 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 You I know what I mean? It. It's just got that weird, uncanny vibe to it where this is obviously supposed to be a human skull, and it's very close to being a human skull, but it's just off enough that it makes you uncomfortable. Yeah, it is, um... It's a terror. It's, it's a really real bad. It, like I said, it does feel like something someone is wearing, and like, ugh, it's just like, what fucking Clive Barker property are you from? <laughs> like... Fucking tell me. You have to tell me if you're a Clive Barker creation. <laughs> you're legally obligated by law to tell me if you're a Clive Barker creation. Mm -hmm. That also, I hear, goes for Todd McFarlane and also <laughs> Seth McFarlane as well. Definitely Seth McFarlane. They call it the MBM contract, the McFarlane Barker McFarlane contract, where if you belong to an intellectual property owned by either of those three men, any of them, you do have to disclose it to most people you speak to. It's only fair. Like, really, it's not fair to, like... If I start talking to someone and in the middle of my conversation with them, it turns out they're Quagmire from Family Guy, I'm going to be so fucking mad that yeah. they did not tell me up front. Especially if it's Quagmire. Especially if it's Quagmire. Now, if it's David Lynch's character from the Cleveland Show, I think there's a little bit of leeway there because no, he is. I don't want to no? be warned. I don't want. Uh, look, okay. I like David Lynch, the director. I've got mm. some reservations otherwise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, uh, you know, we all have that moment we hate where we're in a conversation with somebody. And all of a sudden, they start talking about the pleasure of pain and how the hooks will rip through your flesh like the petals of roses. And you're like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I, I need to I, know where this is going. Is this about your fucking transcendental meditation shit? I told you, I don't have any money for that, David. <laughs> so next up, we have the HTC skull emoji, which I think is pretty okay. D so it, this is the short one from Undertale. Ah, yes, the short one. That's that's what they said when Kenny Omega came on the wrestling stage. Ah, uh, yes. There he is. He's the short one from Undertale. Yeah. And then they played the funny song that everyone loves. Yeah. That one. Uh, this looks like a skull that would be on the side of headphones. Maybe it's because it reminds me of the Skull Candy logo, but I think if you were a teen living in the suburbs in the mid-2000s and you got a big over-the-head pair of headphones, this is going to be the logo that's on the side. Or, alternatively, on a music pirating website. It just has a kind of... It's got a yeah, big head. Yeah, put headphones it's, on this. Put headphones on this. Yeah, it just has that big cranium, and it has kind of a too-cool-for-school expression on it where it has the eyes sort of sort of closed a bit. It does seem like they'd be a little bit of a facetious, sarcastic skull, which, as you know, lends itself to music piracy branding very easily. Yeah, no, of course. It's got to it's gotta have attitude if you want to be the successor to LimeWire and Napster. Yeah, yeah. This is the this is Napster's roommate. The the Napster. What was it? Napster was a cat, right? Like uh, was, it was it? Like a, yeah, yeah. Napster. It's like a cat with headphones. This is um. Oh yeah, it was. This is the Napster cat's roommate. I would say Skullduggery Skull because you're getting up to Skullduggery when you're when you're pirating all these MP3s. Okay, sure. I'll accept that. 
I was just gonna say I googled Napster Cat, and I am shocked that nobody has made like a full body persona for this character as of yet. Okay. Anyway, well, you just you just spoke it into existence, buddy. Good, good. Next up, we have the Mozilla skull, which I think is kind of cute. It's all right. It's very sharp at the bottom. Mm, okay. I feel like it would cut me. Mm, I think it is because the teeth are a different shade of gray than the rest of it. They do mm. seem like they have a serrated edge to them. Yeah, like, this is <laughs> this is meant for cutting through bread. Yeah, yeah, it'd be good for chopping vegetables or something. Mm -hmm. I think, uh, I don't know, I, I kind of like the oval eyes. I think this skull is much better than most of the Mozilla character people emoji we tend to see. Because they tend to end up these really weird kind of simple cranium blobs as we've talked about in the past. But this one, this one's pretty okay. I think it's cute. I think it's just a little skull. It's like, hey there, I'm a skull. Maybe this is your helpful RPG guide who comes out. And he's like, whoa, watch out! You don't wanna, you don't wanna go in that graveyard after midnight. I hear, I hear that's where Doctor Destruction hangs out. Be careful. Uh, hey, did you know you can, you can, you can equip various herbs and spices to your second cooking slot? Don't forget to season your food. <laughs> I hate this. I I mean I like having a cook a second cooking slot because it implies a first one. But yes. Otherwise, I just, I don't want to fight. Do what was it, Doctor Destruction? Doctor. Well, I'm not Devil? saying you, you, I'm not. It's Doctor Destruction, and I'm not saying you have to fight him. You know, you just need to know that that's where he hangs out. That could be a good thing or a bad thing depending on what kind of person you are. But just be aware. Mm, okay. Next up, we've got the SoftBank skull emoji. I think this one's pretty solid. I I I like this one. Yeah, it's all right. It um, I do miss the older ones. I think I would be more into this if it was this 2006 pixely one <clears> with, with the, the big cra crack at the top. Oh, yeah. it's so good. It, I, uh. I am I am shocked that none of these skulls had a big cartoon crack. That is that is sort of a deal breaker for me with this emoji. The um the SoftBank one does have the thick black outline. It has some good shading details. It has a nose that kind of looks like a Kingdom Heart heart flipped upside down, but Ooh. there is no cartoon crack. And I will say on that note, for many, many years of my life, I was incapable of drawing just a normal ass heart because I would always draw them with the really long tails. Like the two <laughs> Kingdom Hearts. That was, that was the only way I could draw, draw a heart. So that tells you a little bit more about me. But a very revealing podcast for me, I think, this week. It's but okay. I, I once became friends with someone because they had a fedora with the heartless uh, crest on it, it and love it. it. That went great. Yeah, yeah. So this, uh, this, this emoji's pretty all right. Are you? You're, you're not as hot on it though. It's fine. I just yeah. like it doesn't really do it. Like, okay, we've looked at a lot of skulls today. This one is definitely <laughs> probably the best drawn one. I'm not a fan of the weird amount of teeth for some reason i don't know it just feels like if you have that much you should have the bottom jaw mm -hmm. for your emoji anyway though it's fine it's got some detail in it that others don't you can actually like see the shading of the temples interesting choices but it doesn't blow me away sure what about our last two Dacomo and then au by kddi which are actually different this week this week we have two different versions of these emojis sometimes they're pretty much the same these, however, are two discrete skulls. Yeah, I like that. I'm glad they're becoming more independent. Um, Dacomo, I like Dacomo. Um, like, it's not special or anything, but it is, like, passable. It is, this is a nice, cutesy, non-threatening skull. Seven out of ten. Sure. Yeah. Then what do you feel about the, uh, the AU by KDDI skull? I don't like it as much. I it's got this sort of weird, like blobby shape to it, that um, it looks like when I try and draw a skull. Honestly, it's interesting. It That's really an is interesting. Okay, well, Indy, can may I offer you some constructive criticism by going through the AU by KDDI emoji? Please do. I think if you literally just put a nose on the skull, it would be perfectly fine. For some reason, this is the only skull without a nose, and I don't really understand why that is. But it just seems like a again a weird squid, or maybe, maybe I don't know. It just doesn't really read as a skull to me. It's too simple. 
It's too simple. Um, their older ones are pretty good. Their first couple, Type C2 and Type D1, were just depression skulls. Type D1 especially has this very sad gray outline under the eyes. But they've come a long way, you know. They, they've, they've persevered and they've made it. This, uh, this skull is fine. And I think most of these skulls are pretty fine, Andy. But that does mean it's time to get to the end of the show where we pick our least favorite and favorite skull emoji. Oh, yes. My favorite part where I pass judgment on people who work much harder than me to create images. <laughs> um... Yeah, so should we we should start with our least favorites this as yeah, always, we right? Get the bad, we get the bad stuff out of the way first. Uh, would you like to kick things off? Yeah, yeah, I will I will go ahead and kick things off. I think that there are a couple options for worse this week. Uh, I think my least favorite though is going to go to LG. Just because I hate the way this thing looks. It's so awful. It's so bad. <laughs> I think Twitter is not great either, but I have used the Twitter skull emoji on photos before, so I really can't knock it that much. And I think I, I hate how aggressive emoji decks looks, but LG just looks like I don't know. It really is. It really is like a like a cenobite or a cenobite. I don't really know how that's pronounced. It's it's going to come through my wall and have have a, a baseball bat that is also some sort of awful like surgical tool and be like are you ready to come with me to hell and i'm like no no i'm good i'm good i will say i think i have found a way to f articulate the big problem i have with it and why it doesn't look like a skull to me uh-huh it looks like it is like latex or like prosthetics basically yes. pulled yeah. over someone's top lip and, like, mm. it is pulling their mouth back to reveal all their teeth, and it's oh. not good. You know what okay. I mean? That... So the top, part, the top part is a skull mask. The bottom part is their real, grotesque, very angular, multi-tooth human face. Or maybe not human face. Like either. I said, bad guy from Mandy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I definitely see it. Is this also your least favorite emoji, Andy, or do you have a different one? I I think I'm going to go with emoji decks for obvious reasons. Um, <laughs> I did yeah. call it the Nazi one. I feel like I need to give my least favorite to the Nazi one. But also, mm -hmm. like like I said, it is just like... It's a real tone shift from some of these. Like, a lot of them are either very clinical or like... Or not maybe not clinical, but an anatomical. Trying yes. to just be like, this is a... Uh, front-on view of a skull or they're trying to be cartoony this one has gone full like fucking biker who is going to hurt me yeah yeah it really is it's too much i i don't like looking at it it makes me uncomfortable in the way that the lg one does not make me uncomfortable you know they're they're just two sides of the same balance or two two balancing sides of a single coin if you if you get what i'm trying to say with this word salad coming out of my i mouth. think it i've got they're both enough. very uncomfortable but in different ways yeah that's what i'm trying to say here let's talk about the opposite though let's go with ones that make us super comfortable as all skulls should do uh ryan what was your favorite this week uh, I'm gonna. I, I have to say, I think my opinion on some of these really changed over the course of recording this episode. I think we had a lot of good skulls, a lot of bad skulls, obviously. But I do think that I am going to have to give it to Samsung this week, which is not what I was expecting at all. I don't think it works for me as like a regular three-dimensional skull, but as an emoji and as sort of like a big silver button I would love to put on my jacket or on the front of my, you know, belt buckle. I think it's very cool in that regard. I really like how it has kind of that stylized, almost anime look to the eyes. With It's like, oh, it's a skull, but you get that it's kind of like a sad skull, almost. It's It's got it's got kind of a kind of a heft to it. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I, I don't know. It just really, uh, it just really came around for me in a way I didn't expect it to. And I love this silver Samsung skull emoji. It's really neat. I, I would like to have it as a pin. Nice. Um, actually, you know what? That it does kind of give me like this is an accessory someone from the world ends with you would wear. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, I, yeah. I I do get that. I actually think I am going to go with Microsoft this week. Um, okay. 
Another yeah, good choice. That I've been looking second. them. I've been looking them over, and Microsoft's really fun because it uses a few different shapes that the other ones don't do. This is the only one with like a just a full on like uh, isosceles triangle nose. Um, I think I used that one right. I would not know to be completely honest. I, it's triangle gang, do not at me. Um, I don't even know how to spell isosceles. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Um, but like the, it, it's very like, like I said, it reminds me of the tall one from Undertale, and he's a very inviting fellow. Yeah, yeah, I think we both have some pretty good choices this week. This one's definitely gone a little bit long just because of how much we had to go through here. But why don't we go ahead and kick it over to our audience and get some audience questions to round it out? I would love that, Ryan. Hit me with the first question. So, as always, our questions are going to come in through our Twitter, which is at Emojidrome. We also have an email account, Emojidrome at gmail.com. I think next week we're going to have to do an emoji with not very many not very many versions, because we now have two uh, fairly large <laughs> essays in our email inbox, and we do not have time to go through them this week, but I think we should, I think we should kind of go through those at some point, because they're all pretty good. So, our next one is going to come through from at that Pazuzu on Twitter who asks which skull do you display in your home to let people know you're dark web intellectuals oh god um... I mean you've talked about the whatsapp one right whatsapp definitely of, you know, has that vibe that's mm-hmm. that's got some real red pill energy um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean that's what they're asking about right I guess, like, dark web... I don't know if dark web is necessarily the same thing as being red But pill. dark web intellectual, to That's me... True. That's true. ...is very fucking... Uh, th- uh, oh, this this fella's got some thoughts about Anita Sarkeesian. You know? <laughs> awful, awful, awful. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna pivot out of this one and move to our next question. I'm at... just saying... I'm answering the question, Ryan. You are. You are answering the question. I appreciate that. This skull looks like it invests in cryptocurrency, so that <laughs> that's probably it. Not that that's inherently a bad thing. It but, is. You know. <laughs> I'm gonna. Uh, cryptocurrency is killing the planet. Don't do that. So our next question comes in from someone with a username I cannot pronounce. It is gx. It's gxoot. It's it's spelled gxoot. Jazoot. Maybe that's somebody's organization thirteen name. I don't know. But the question is. Which is the skull that displays over your head when you're poisoned slash cursed? Oh, you had one of these that you said was like a good... Mozilla. Mozilla. Yeah, I think Mozilla is a really good one. Uh, I also really think that the one that you picked, Microsoft, would be a good one for that. Depending Microsoft's on the game. not bad. Microsoft, I feel, would be more in like a... Like like a nintendo property and then with mozilla for some reason i'm thinking like more like a fucking like isometric rpg top yeah view. yeah i can see that i think if you were if you were playing a video game and the lg skull came over your head as a status effect you you would be in danger in real life that's that's the beginning of a creepypasta <laughs> Our next question comes in from at Soul of Twit, which asks, uh, I, I'm assuming now, hold on, that sounds very rude, uh, Soul of Twit. I'm assuming it's Soul of Twit because it's T-W-H-I-T, as in Whitney, like T-Whitney, so Twit, uh, Soul of Twit. Yeah, shout uh, out Tom, mod for yeah. the table. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much for writing in. Uh, our next question is, which of these skulls would look absolutely the worst if it still had its flesh on? Oh god. This is a very interpretive question because It really is, but it's LG. LG. LG is kind of a catch-all. I think that I think that HTC would scare me a bit because they would just be mega mind. You put the flashback on HTC and suddenly it's beloved character voiced by Will Ferrell, Mega Mind, and I would be very frightened of that. But I think Emoji Dex would frighten me as well. Because that would be a very scary person who would have that flesh on there. And I don't want to think about that. Yeah. I don't want to meet that person. So I'm not going to say... Like, HTC would just be Steven Universe because everyone knows that's what Sans is when he's alive. Yeah, um, HT, HTC stands for... Um... <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, the only thing I can think of is hit them cheeks, which is probably more for the eggplant emoji or the peach. Uh, HTC stands for here's the Stevens coffin because this the is Stevens is one word. Yeah, the Stevens. Here's the Stevens coffin, and you open it, and this is Stevens Universe's skull on the inside. It's, it's it was a very distressing episode, you know, banned in many countries. Some people still say you can catch the reruns on Cartoon Network under the uh, light of a full moon. So uh, keep a keep an eye out for those. I feel like I should have. We said Stephen after not surviving on this show before. I don't think we have. I don't okay. think we've ever addressed Stephen after not surviving. I'll just say that really quick so people know what Sans's backstory is, and we can just move right on. We can move right on. I also should say really quick, I don't know who came up with that. I heard it from my friends uh, Sarah and Blair, I think. And then, you know. All I remember about Steven after not surviving is on Tumblr, there was a post somebody made where it was like a like a three or four okay. stage drawing of Steven where he was like, wow, I'm so happy to be with my friends, the Crystal Gems. And then the next panel, he's looking very sickly. Right, okay. And then in the third panel, his like hair has fallen out. And then the fourth panel, he he is... The short skeleton from Undertale. I'm not going to rescind shouting out my friends, but now that I know they're the source, you don't get any credit for it. Or no, no they're not the source. Well, you know, they still introduced you. No, that's, they get no credit. Our next question comes in from Adjun Ironicus, who asks, Order the skulls according to the pitch they would make when struck, like a macabre marimba. Now, I don't know if we have time to rank all of these bit by bit, but I would like to know, Andy, if you were playing... In sort of a Hanna-Barbera Halloween special cartoon, which of these skulls would you want to kind of be either on your drums or your drums? Like, which one of these would you would you sort of trick out to be your drum set? So, I actually think I have a decent answer to the, like, ordering question a little bit. And I, okay. I, I at least I have a methodology here. And that's just, like, looking at... I'd pick them by, like size because then you'd be able to make a scale like a xylophone you know they're the little different like like the the little blocks on those are different sizes because they have different tones and i'm assuming that like maybe you'd have to fill it with water or something and have to do sort of a jug band situation instead but i'm figuring that different skulls have would have different sounds when you bonk on them so i'm thinking like a good, like, snare drum would be open moji because it's got those little dangly bits. Okay, um, okay. The toms, I'm going to go with Google and HTC because they've got, like, I feel like they'd have a very good, like, boom to them. You know, they've got okay. that sort of, like, roundedness. You're um, much more equipped to answer this question than I am. I, I played both drums and xylophone in grade 8, <laughs> and then I stopped playing them uh, in grade 9. So... A little bit, a little bit. People might say I'm a bit of an expert, you know. Um, I would probably want like one with a jaw to be the hi hat because you could open and close it with the the pedal. Oh, and, and okay. I'm, like, honestly, I should stop there. That's the one I'm happiest with. Is that idea? That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I do like that a lot. So we can kind of just go into our last question here and wrap it up. Uh, this one comes in from at search query on Twitter who asks. If you were a skeleton, what kinds of songs would you play on your xylophone ribs? Oh, boy. If I had xylophone ribs, I think the first thing, like most God-fearing Americans that I would learn to play, would be Toxic by Britney Spears. The classic. Just like... Like like going up and down on the ribs, you know? Yeah, no, I got you. Gosh, that's a really hard question. There's so many options. There's so many options. I'm trying to just, like... So I don't have an answer to this because my brain keeps wanting to tell talk about something else. Uh, okay. And this is this weird thing I've had in my head lately is that I can't tell the difference between Home Home on the Range and the American National Anthem. Home Home on the Range where the deer and the antelopes play. And then it's, um, you know, I actually don't know the lyrics to the American National Anthem. That, that shit doesn't even slap. I'm saying, one, I should learn... Maybe I should learn Home Home on the Range, but I don't really want to because my campaign to make it the American National Anthem is um, would mean that I'd be learning to play the American National Anthem. I, you know, I, I am racking my brain to remember the lyrics to the American National Anthem, and all I can think of is the last two two lines 
Uh, I literally have no memory of that Which song whatsoever. Which you can re- put, put, put those last two lines at the end of Homo on the Range. Homo on the Range, yeah. And it would work the deer, the same. Where the deer and the antelope graze in the land of the free and the home of the brave. Yeah. yeah I think it works. Hey, do they... Do, here's a quick question. Uh, to kind of wrap this one up with a particularly fucked up note. Do they make kids stand up for Canadian pledges in the so, Canadian school system? We don't. As far as I know, there's no pledges, but we do stand for the national anthem. Okay. Um, which you know, also bad. Yeah. Every every day when I was in elementary school, we would have to stand up and pledge allegiance to the United States of America, which is bananas. <laughs> it's so gruesome. Um, I have a song in my head. And I'm trying to fucking remember the name. Well, I'm going to go ahead and and kind of wrap this one up while you do that. If you want to send us a question, you can always send it into our Twitter at Emojidrome. I'd want to learn Still Dre by by Dr. Dre. (laughs) At the beginning. I'd just do that all the time. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Uh, like I was saying, you can always send in questions to our Twitter at Emojidrome. We'll put up the questions. Generally, we record anywhere between like a Tuesday, Wednesday, or a Friday. So just turn on notifications and get all of our tweets delivered directly to your doorstep. Sounds like a great idea. Andy, is there anything you'd like to add as we wrap this one up? Uh, if you want to support the show and vote on our polls, if you didn't want us to talk about skulls for an hour and are really mad about it, give us a dollar. This one... I will say this one came very close to the bad emoji. The bad emoji lost by I think three votes, so it was it was neck and neck. Damn, we need a recount. Fucking yeah. here's how the bat can still win. Anyway, <laughs> if you want to get in on our next poll, which will happen at the end of November, uh, it, you can give us one dollar at Patreon.com/slash/EmojiDrome, or for three dollars you can get the uh, returning hold this L. We had to take a bit of a break for some personal reasons, but we're back. Uh, that is our show about Death Note that we do over on our Patreon that uh, should come out uh, twice a month. Other than that, we've got Twitter. Yeah. Twitter.com slash Emojidrome, as mentioned. Um, leave us a review wherever you listen. Ryan, is there anything else? No, I think that about does it. Thank you all for listening. And as always, stay nasty. <laughs> I forgot that was the sign-off. Yep, it's the sign-off. Bye. Stay nasty.